Welcome to Horror Escape. I'm Luke. I'm Murphy. And I'm Rebecca. Uh, hey, everybody. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time since we've done this, so if anyone actually is out there listening, that's kind of cool. But uh, we are going to try again, and uh, on this newest of new episodes, we're going to be looking at uh, The Wailing. Soon after a stranger arrives in a little village, a mysterious sickness starts spreading. A policeman, drawn into the incident, is forced to solve the mystery in order to save his daughter. Yeah, so this is a, um, a Korean horror movie, uh, but I'm not sure what year it came out. Is it 2016. 2016, okay. Yep. I didn't think it was uh, that long ago. It was that long ago. Well, I mean, I, don't, I still don't think 2016 was that long ago sometimes, but then I do that's the true. mental math, and I'm like, oh, that's six years ago. Uh, yeah. Well, depending on when this came out. Maybe it's five years ago, depending on when this came out. But Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. see. I'm trying to pull up the director, uh, Na Hong Jin. I'm trying okay, so to I'm see. I'm gonna fuck these names up. I don't know a name of a single person. I'm gonna do my best. I mean, I hate that there's always this disclaimer I have to do where I'm like, I'm gonna mess up the names. I just gotta learn the names. I gotta learn how to say the dag names. Yeah, I'm. I probably am just gonna refer to them by characteristics about themselves. Yeah, that's I what mean, I have to do as well. There's like... enough. I, I think it's easy enough to do in this movie because they're all pretty uh, standalone, recognizable characters, you know? Like, when I was taking notes when I was watching, I I kept referring to the main character, the dad policeman, as our guy. So, that's what I our might... Our guy. Yeah, our guy. That's, that's what, what I, I might... I try and do that. I try and like make up some kind of name for someone if I'm watching a, a foreign movie that I can't quite grasp uh, the names of. So, kind of yeah. referring to him as Officer Dad. Yeah. Officer Dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, even they couldn't do it because this one guy is Japanese man. So. Yeah, and yeah. that is a standout characteristic. He is the only Japanese man in this entire movie. Yeah. I would 100% refer to him as the Japanese man. Yeah. The Japanese gentleman. Also, uh, the that man, he uh, was in Audition. He was the main character's best friend that kind of yeah. had the idea to set up the auditions. Yeah. And he was Boss, boss Tanaka in Boss Kill Tanaka! Got his head removed. I love that. <laughs> so, I immediately yeah. recognized him in this movie. Yeah, I'm trying to look movie. at the other actors to see if I recognize anything else they were in. The director, no. I see a couple of things. I've seen the movie Chaser around, but I've never watched it. So yeah, while we're looking at things, um, what would we uh, even say, and I'm going to need assistance on this, this was not uh, this was not my I I was in a weird uh, not what I was expecting kind of thing going on here it's strange i have to explain like i mentioned before we start recording but uh is this uh are are we gonna say this is some kind of like demonic possession movie or it is a demonic possession it's a demonic possession movie i would say it's only 
I mean, it starts and you think it's a zombie movie. I mean, that's what I thought. And then I was I like, oh. Know. I, I so, so here's where I kind of got fucked up. Because it started and where, where I thought it was going was where I was really hoping it was going. And then I thought it was going to a zombie movie. And that was part of the thing that kind of messed me up was I, I wasn't, I, I couldn't find an identity to it, which is okay to some point. Um, well, that's fair. That's fair because I was looking at um, some reviews of this movie just out of curiosity. And I mean, they were overwhelmingly really good reviews, but even the really good reviews like, people were like, oh, yeah, this is like a zombie apocalypse, like, demonic possession, yeah. like, police procedural, like, mystery thriller. And I was like, oh, my. I mean, that's what it is. It's a bunch of Different stuff things. smashed together. And for me, it works. I can see why it might jumble up other people. I mean, it is. It's hard to it's hard to keep track of. It really is. And on top of that, you know, we are American viewers. You know, we're it's we're we're following along with subtitles, which, you know, for movie watchers, regular movie watchers shouldn't be that difficult. But I mean, it's that on top of the fact that I found myself wishing that I knew more about the culture. Yeah, because I that that cultural like a couple times I was asking myself, is it do they think it's a ghost or is it a demon? And then I was like, wait a minute. Like, do they think that ghosts and demons are kind of the same thing? Like, I have no way of knowing. I didn't. There are just things I don't know about that I'm not familiar with that maybe if I had maybe done a little bit more research, then maybe it would have cleared things up for me. But I don't know. I don't really get hung up on that kind of stuff a whole lot. I know that it's a perfectly reasonable thing to get hung up on that kind of mishmash, but I don't know. For me, I kind of revel in it, and I don't know why, but that's just kind of the type of movie watcher I am. So here, For the flow of the narrative, I am kind of like happy they didn't say, like, stop the movie, stare at the camera, and say, all right, for all you Americans out here, here's what's going on, because we know you don't understand our culture. <laughs> here's like, what, we're just going to assume you know what's going on. Here's what kind of fucked me up was I started watching it, and I don't know if anyone else maybe thought this way, but I started watching it, and a few minutes in, I got really excited, because like, okay, I think I see where this is going. I think it's going to be almost like a, a cultural, like, vampire, like, almost like Bram Stoker kind of Dracula story, mm -hmm. almost like, a, like, let the right one in or something, right? So something, mm -hmm. something like that. So I, I got super pumped about it. I was like, oh, this is going to be really fucking great, because... It's rare that you see anything that's not, you know, this weird, like, European-based story of Dracula or vampires or some shit like that. And I got really pumped on it. And then it almost, like, like I said, turned into what I thought maybe it's like, okay, this might be a zombie-type thing. And then I got kind of let down because I don't really like zombie stuff. But Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. I forgot yeah. that was a thing with you. I mean, for, I don't know, for me, it, it felt... I don't know. I got like 28 days vibes at the beginning or something like that, like some kind of rage virus or something where and it might have had to do with the makeup and the way that they look gambling. Um, 
Yeah. yeah, that and like they're, you know, they attack anyone and everyone and it's just well, what a combination got me was, like, of things. We, we had this like stranger come to town that is, you know, all these strange things are happening. People are like somehow like mesmerized by this guy. Like I said, I, I really did get some, some like Dracula or, uh, you know, just vampire type vibes and i was kind of pumped on it and i guess would have been cool I yeah agree. yeah I, really I think cool. i just got let down and then uh because then i was like shit this is going to turn into a zombie movie and i'm not okay with that because to still... be fair it's not a zombie i mean there are like moments where it gets very zombie like but yeah. it quickly turns you do pretty quickly realize that it is a possession movie which for me I love because there were so many things where I felt like I was watching like Korean Exorcist and I was like, I thought about really that too. About that. Yeah. I mean, that little girl, his daughter is like channeling She's... Reagan like hugely throughout. Yeah, she was, she was a pretty good little actress because she was like, those expressions on her face while he's like clanking the sword. She's just like, so, so angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I started noticing, I don't know. I guess I love possession movies. Maybe it's maybe it's because I'm a Catholic and it's just like right up my alley. But um, I don't know. I st you start noticing pretty quickly those signs of demonic possession because, like, you know, she becomes really like foul mouthed and she starts speaking like not like a child. She speaks to Pete like her father, like mm -hmm. she's an adult on his Look level. An angry 60-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, like, that is that is a telltale sign that you got you got a little demon in you. Cause... And she eats fish, even though everybody knows she doesn't like that's, fish. That's the sign of the devil to start with, so. Eating fish. I just came from eating sushi, so I appreciate that, you guys. Thank you. The, de the devil's in... <laughs> Speaking yeah, I... of eating fish, I'm sorry, but I wrote down in my notes, like, fat golem. The guy who's in the woods, who's wearing like the little diaper, um, Japanese gentleman. No, oh. no, well, no, no, no. It's the guy. It's like the second guy. It's the second like infected, quote infected guy you see. The one yeah. with the red eyes. Oh, pretty sure that's the Japanese gentleman. Is it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. well, he looked. Yeah, well, I wrote him down as fat golem. <laughs> That's Boss, that was Boss Tanaka. It was hard to tell at the beginning with the red eyes and like the no clothes and his face all smeared. Yeah, he so. does have blood all over his face. But that's the whole like um, uh, xenophobia kind of coming apart around there in the story. Oh, where, I have um, a huge list of notes and at the very top in all caps I wrote racism. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, there's a reason he is the only Japanese gentleman yeah. in the entire movie. So he's this outsider to them, and they're like, and you know, so it is sort of a witch hunt movie as well. Yes. And, and uh, Stranger, this outsider, came here, and everybody, everything's going badly now. So it's kind of got that. Kind of wrapped up what I was uh, saying about how just made me. I don't know, maybe start off on the wrong foot was uh, unlike you, Rebecca, I'm not a fan of uh, possession movies either. So I got really pumped up on this idea of this Dracula story. And then 
I was like, okay, it's moving to zombies, which is terrible in my mind. And then it's like, okay, it's possession, which is not much better. So I think I just fucked myself up on it. But yeah, just to close it, that's well, just kind of where I went with it. But well, it's also confusing. Like, it is confusing. It's I wasn't so much to... confused as I wanted something to to uh, I guess identify with, and it wasn't wasn't going anywhere. Well, I'm thinking about I I was able to latch on to the dad character. Um Sir Dad. I don't I I was yes. Uh oh, dad. Sar- Sergeant Dad. Sergeant Dad. Uh, Sergeant Dad. Mm-hmm. Um well, he's like I feel like and maybe it's just because I love Train to Busan so much and it was like fresh in my mind, but there's like I feel like I see in Korean films like a dad who just is not a very good dad, but would like really, really does care about his daughter and like wants to protect her. And like over the course of the movie becomes a better dad, maybe loses his life doing it, which is like exactly what happened in Train to Busan as well. In certain points, I got like this weird, like Shaun of the Dead vibe from these people. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because like the the cops, they together they kind of provide this weird, hot fuzz uh, kind of yeah, thing. like like this like hot fuzz kind of thing. With it, it is but, hot fuzz. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, with him and his buddy talking like in the in the police cruiser, I was like totally getting some hot fuzz vibes, and they're kind of goofy with each other because he's yeah. yeah. Officer Dad can be very goofy, and uh, oh man, but, um, I know it's like is, yeah, I know this is trying to be a serious movie. There's some extremely goofy parts in it that I kind of brought on myself, and when we get there, I have to bring it up. But there was points I was at, like laughing so hard I was crying. Yeah. Movie, so. Oh my god. There's comedy in it. Like well, that's the other thing. I think it was more unintentional on my part. Well, <laughs> well like scenes of like zombie women, zombie lady or whatever, trying to attack him. He's just like screaming like a baby. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, it's goofy, one. but it's also kind of like, yeah, this guy's just kind of a normal person, though. It's like, did he just yeah. fall into being a cop? Just kind of like, well, I grew up here. I guess I'll be a police officer because there's, like, four other cops. <laughs> it's a small town. And I'm going to yeah. have trouble, even though I just watched it, like, recalling things. Because it's worth noting that it is almost three hours long, which is difficult. Yeah. So I was like, I really benefited from rewatching this because I'd seen it uh, probably a few years ago, probably. Um, so there's a lot I forgot about, and there's a lot that I on this watch I was like, I totally missed that part. Like that didn't register for some reason. Um, like the ending, I remember just being like, wait a minute, and then I never explored it again. So now I do understand. <clears throat> I, I love the twists and turns that it took, though. Yeah, and tonal shifts. Like, uh, like it's funny when, like, okay, when you first meet, o- or maybe the second time you meet Officer Dad, and he's like eating breakfast, and he sees his wife outside, like, and she's like washing, and she looks all like aggressive, and then she starts making okay. these hand motions, and you're like. Oh, because at first I was like, is she mad at him? No. No. 
No, yeah, she, she wants both of them. She heard his nightmare. <laughs> yeah. That dirty so, nightmare he was having. Yeah, cut to them in the car having a little alone time. Yeah. Interrupted by a child. <laughs> and then the kid acts like, oh, I've seen this a million times before. Don't worry about it, Dad. And I was like, like uh. how many times have you seen this? One million. <laughs> yeah. It's a very humanizing. And, and like, and, and their house is pretty interesting, too, because you see other houses in the town and they're like really run down, very open. But no walls. I mean, they almost, yeah. in comparison, feel like they have like a mansion. I mean, like still very worn in. But like, I mean, this little girl has a whole house that is her room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. awesome. And uh, but at the same time, still, the, when the parents want to be in a, intimate, they got to take it to the car because they're also very close at the same time. And I think it was the the older lady, the grandma. That's his mother, I believe. Yeah, it is. That's yeah, what I thought. I think at the end he goes, Mom. Yeah. So. Yeah. These yeah, crime I... scenes are grisly. Yeah. yeah, they are. That's one thing yeah. I was going to bring up. It, 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 um, shit, I can't remember what it reminded me of. But yeah, they're like super bloody, gory. Uh, kind Heaven? Of <laughs> yeah, well, and the, the camera work, I guess, just pans fast enough. You really don't get to analyze it much, which I think is a good thing because sometimes, yeah. you know, this is clearly not a real thing. It's a movie, so uh, sometimes... Less more. Yeah, sometimes that can hide things, you know. It uh, actually really reminded well. me of a Korean true crime documentary that I watched. Don't remember when. I think it was sometime last year. The Raincoat Killer. Raincoat Killer? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't... Did he kill yeah. anybody who wore a raincoat? Like he was wearing a raincoat. Oh, that makes more mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, but but it reminded me like every single crime scene that they shot with like the police like crawling all over and checking it out, like reminded it felt to me like it came straight out of that documentary. Um yeah, a serial killer in Korea. And I don't remember don't remember what year it was, but it was pretty I mean it's pretty modern pretty modern crime so i don't know ricky i think i just realized what the a scene you probably laughed at oh, tell me man. if i'm wrong yeah i'm sure you're wrong because one of them one, I made, one of them i made up in my head and it just stuck and i couldn't get over it uh, you made you made up a scene yeah in your head yeah i'll explain you made i'm gonna need you to explain that right yeah. now oh i can uh, explain that right now if need be yeah. so uh, yeah, so, so you know when the, the shaman guy, I think it's his second go-around, he's doing his uh, his death ritual thing. Oh, oh, the death hex. The $10,000 death so, ritual. Death hex. So, so here's what happened. The first time that he did his little ritual thing or whatever outside, I, I thought it was kind of goofy, right? I was like, this dude's dressed up in his, like, MC Hammer rainbow pants out here dancing you know, with the knives and everything. That was kind of goofy. I was like, okay, whatever. I kind of chuckled at it. And then the second go around, like right when the dad is like coming out to tell him to stop, he's like getting ready to, I guess, uh, cut the throat of the goat. And yeah. Then, yes. <laughs> and then I was like, man, this guy gave him this look when he yelled stop. It's like, 
I'm, he's like, what? Stop. I'm about to cut this fucking goat's head off and twerk on his dead body, and everything's going to be fine. And then that mental image, I lost it. I absolutely uh, lost it. I was like, he, he done gave him that look that he's like, you interrupted the most important part. I'm going to cut this goat head off. I'm going to twerk my ass over his body, and then this <laughs> demon's going to be gone. And I lost it. I just lost it. I was like, because uh, I got this guy, the picture of this dude, like, twerking over this headless, bloody goat for some reason, and it made me laugh a lot. I mean, he's <laughs> a character. I mean, I don't know. You never trust a guy in a turtleneck. I mean, yeah. I don't know. You never know what he's going to do. And yeah. it's and funny that you we... mentioned that first outfit, like the rainbow outfit, because I remember when that first ritual was happening with him wearing that outfit, and that's another moment where I turned to my friend who I was watching it with, and I was like, does this look kooky to them, too? It's another one of those, like, cultural things where I'm like, "Yeah, does this yeah. look, nor like, does this look kooky, as kooky to them as it looks to me? Mm-hmm. Is it my cultural removal well, I, think I, I don't know. I think I understand what they were trying to do. They were really trying hard to blur the lines between, you know, a, a, a snake oil salesman and something legitimate happening. Yeah. They were trying, and, and I think maybe, you know, little touches like the weird rainbow sleeves, the turtleneck, like, I think those kinds of things, you know, were, were wanting you to think, oh, okay, maybe this guy is, like, taking advantage of them or something, because he always brought up money, too, but then... You see, like, during some of the ritual where there's, like, some actual shit happening. So they, they really wanted you to be on the fence about this guy for some yeah. reason. Yeah, well, he's he really making like... things happen. <laughs> yeah, and well, he doesn't look like what you'd expect from a shaman. I mean, not what I'd expect from a shaman. And I'm imagining, never seen like, a shaman... shriveled old guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. I've never seen a shaman wear a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> but both of my knee slapper moments were... From this guy, so. <laughs> what did oh. you think it was, Luke? When the guy gets struck by lightning. No. He's like, screw you guys. No. Like, that... hey man. And he's like, hey man, are you alright? Yeah. You just got struck by lightning. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the other one that, that, the one that actually made me laugh so hard I was crying was when uh with this guy when i don't know if he's going home or the fuck he was going but the the lady shows up and he just starts puking everywhere oh yeah that's i love that scene that reminded me of like a family guy scene yeah (laughs) you know where they just like start projectile vomiting for comedy or that scene in team america where he dramatically throws up in the alleyway oh yeah the yeah. music swells. <laughs> oh, now I'm thinking about what we do in the shadows with like the spewing blood in the alleyway after he eats a. Have oh, you guys seen that? Oh, I've watched the in, in no. so the show. The yeah, it's great. Oh, I'm talking about the movie. Oh, I've seen the movie. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess the show's more recent in my memory because yeah, somebody definitely throws up. There's oh, yeah, a lot the of movies from 2014. Yeah, it's like one of the vampires eats a. Uh, French fry. Well, he calls it a chip. And oh, then he yeah, just yeah. like starts puking up massive amounts of blood in the alleyway. Yeah, yeah. They they take this old vampire out in the show out on the town, and he keeps like they go to drunk the club. Blood. Yeah, he gets drunk blood, and uh, yeah, then he's like violently throwing up in the. Yeah. Oh, and he tries to eat. I think a chocolate bar or something. Oh yeah. Like, oh, this has been a while. 
Dude, really let loose tonight. <laughs> good movie, good show. Yeah. I'm saying. Matt Berry, Ricky. Yeah. From uh, Dark Place. I haven't seen uh, any of whatever this is. So. What we do in the shadow. Shadows. Do you uh, think Ricky. that Ricky would like the movie and or the show? And do you think, which one do I you don't think he'd like better? Think so. I think it's, it's almost something I think he'd like, but I could also see him just turn it off. Mm. I don't know. I, I it's it's great, great little horror comedy romp. Um, but I know you like what we uh, uh, in a dark place, and so I was just mm-hmm. saying that. Uh, what's his name? The 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 doctor that kind of looks like our old roommate. Who? The doctor that kind of looks like Miles. Um, uh... in a dark place. Yeah, yeah, he, he's uh, a main character on the TV series, What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Anyways, we're talking about a Korean movie. <laughs> I think we're just getting into vampires, because that's what Ricky Witches is for. <laughs> so, no vampires yeah. in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there was, though. It was like, how many creatures could we fit in here? It started but I don't know. so close that it could be a really great vampire movie. And it ended to the point where it could be a really great vampire movie. I'm just upset that this is not... And that's saying something, because one, I don't really like vampire movies either. So... Do you like Ricky? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> like, I can't even tell you. <laughs> I can't even tell you. <laughs> but... Dracula is like the top tier for me. Yeah, yeah. But this gave this gave me that vibes for some reason. I don't know why. I just yeah. Well, Dracula yeah. comes to town and like basically yeah. is like a plague. So yeah, well, I see where you're coming from. And here. we're also kind of in we're in like this rural, like outlying area too. Like we're best to kind of like Salem's lot. Like we're best to start your vampire apocalypse. Small town. Yeah. Like, like they I'll say in the faculty, in the faculty, w- w- if you're going to take over the world, do you do it Independence Day style, blowing up the White House, yeah. or you sneak in through the back door? Yeah. And, and the the little girl could be the reincarnation of his bride or whatever, you know. No. I'm, I'm just saying. No, I'm that. just I'm no. just saying it. it Yucky. <laughs> just could be. It just could have been. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Like as much as I do love possession movies and possession themes and all of that um like what really got me with this that i liked the most was the mystery of it like What's like the pure on? the pure mystery like who is causing this like is this xenophobia is it some other type of plague because they even mentioned it's like yeah toxicology reports that the guy had bad mushrooms in his stomach so then you're like well what if what if it's like some uh yeah salem witch trials thing where like there's this Thing going on that's like got the whole town scared and these violent things are happening and this you know so they're like pointing at somebody they feel intimidated by just by their own nature and yeah but it's actually like there's some type of weird bacteria in, in all the soy sauce that they're eating or whatever that's making them super paranoid and like seeing things that aren't there or having nightmares. Well, for me, the whole question in the lines blurred, like that stuff for me didn't even matter. I just wanted, I wanted to figure out the Japanese man because I was like, 
I was convinced for a long time. I was like, this guy is actually trying to fight whatever it is that's causing this. I was like, okay, I've come to the conclusion that this is a possession movie and we're fighting demons or a demon. And then by that point, I was like, okay, so is the Japanese man causing this or is he actually like trying to fight it? And that's why he's, you know, kind of keeping to himself. And maybe this cabin in the woods that's filled with like this ritualistic freaky stuff like maybe he found it like maybe he stumbled upon it and he's hanging out there because he's trying to like nail someone you know and and he shows he shows human vulnerability at that one point um and he's alone to to his knowledge he's alone and it's just he like had hurt himself because he kind of fell off that cliff trying to run from Officer Vigilante Justice Dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's like kind of crying and stuff. And you're like, oh my God, I think they got it wrong. Well, and I, yeah. I, if you look at my notes, like I have four different notes in different places. It's my notes this time are kind of like a, like a weird, like stream of consciousness kind of thing. Um, but I have notes where I'm like, it's the shaman. And then later on, I write, it's definitely not the shaman. And then again, later I wrote, oh, it's definitely the shaman. Like, I loved that this movie had me doing that. Because the other thing, the other thing that it made me do is it wasn't until the end that I realized what I was doing was I was just under the assumption that either the Japanese man was bad and the shaman was good or the shaman was bad and the Japanese man was good, I never thought that they could be on the same side. Yeah. Either way. So basically you have three suspects, the shaman, the Japanese man, and the lady in white. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The mysterious woman. See, that's that's kind of what got me was I I didn't really... uh, I don't know. I, I didn't get too thrown off of the Japanese men too much. Um, and, and the reason being, pretty much being, is is what you just said. For some reason, um, when they were portraying this guy in this whole thing, everything was was on the blacker side of things. And typically, yeah. that's you know a telltale. I mean, even look at the some of the that second ritual, whatever. As silly yeah. as it was, you know, this guy had like white chickens. The other guy had black chickens. Even mm. those little things, the guy, from what I remember, even like dressed in darker clothes. Like all of mm-hmm. his, every, all of his scenes were like really dark. Anytime yeah. you even like went inside his little hut or whatever, it was dark. His dog was black. So I was like, okay, yeah. so this is this is all kind of telling me this guy's something's up here. Well, and then but then I, I just got. Like, maybe, maybe they flipped it. I was like, maybe they flipped it to confuse you. Um, and then I thought about, I don't, I think it was the color thing, the black versus white thing. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I flashed back to um, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Which is one of my favorite movies, where they pick up um, that black musician, like, at the crossroads. And they're like, what are you doing out here? And he was like, I came here to sell my soul to the devil. And they were like, what does the devil look like? And he tells them that he's white. And I was like, I just thought of that. I was like, oh, 
<laughs> I don't know. Like colors don't mean anything, maybe. And then I just got, I got swept up in it from there. I just got swept up, but I loved it. I mean, I love the way it did that because up until, up until the end when he's, you know, interacting with the mysterious woman who has showed up, you know, in the periphery of all of these horrible deaths, I thought, oh my God, it's her. Like, even then when he was talking to her, I was like, oh my God, it's her. But then, of course, we saw the ending. Yeah. I don't know. I, I never got weird vibes or, or or had the idea that it was maybe her. For some reason that she was in my mind, like presented very angelic like. So that's why I just didn't. Well, yeah. And that makes sense. You know, like you're going by like the traditional, like what we all know is like the traditional signs of what's good and what's bad. Mm -hmm. But I got so mistrustful. Like I just, maybe I wanted to get all (laughs) turned around. Maybe I did. And I think I was maybe in that mindset just because of the way that this movie kept changing in so many ways. Maybe it is that like mishmash of genre and tone that I was feeling. And I was just like, look, I'm already all turned around. I might as well stay turned around and enjoy it. Um, But also, also I watched it with someone else, which I think kind of, uh, kind of like pushed that on too. Because I I was able to talk to him and we were able to be like ask each other questions like, ooh, do you think like it's this person? Uh, and then he would say, Oh, but I saw this happening and I thought it might be this. Yeah. So I think even just having the conversation with someone else, maybe if I'd watched it completely by myself, I might have had a little bit of a different viewing experience. I don't know. I think the the biggest card uh, in the whole deck for for that to maybe to to try and gain this guy some sympathy, whether it's intentional or not, is kind of kind of how they treat the guy, you know. Because when they talk about it, they call him like the Jap, you know, like so yeah. you, you almost subconsciously want to be want want this guy to not, you know, be the bad person. I think that's the best play they exactly have. Right. At it. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the best play they have at it, and you know, it's almost like he's being treated differently because of where he's from, which is, you know, it's wrong on every single level. Um, and I think that's the biggest card they have. And I'm not sure if they tried to play that, like I said, intentionally, yeah. or if that was just kind of a, a byproduct of what came out, but yeah. Uh, it's definitely a misdirection is yeah. showing, showing a, potential villain like like not not trying to uh like is he's just a, he's not showing that vulnerability in front of people he's by himself that's why it's like feels much more like honest and it's like this seems like a human being to me because yeah. yeah it's not a show it's just yeah not for any advantage it's just that's how he feels by mm-hmm. himself because when he's around people, he comes across as tough and, like, really on guard. But mm-hmm. and that could be recognized as, yeah, he, probably he gets... Who knows what day-to-day life every time he journeys into town is like in this small town yeah. and being a quote-unquote outsider. He's, Anyways. He's new, too, so... I mean, they were right in kind of questioning, like, well, 
know, why are you here? Why are you doing the things you're doing while you're here, you know? So why would you stay in a place where you're not treated that well um, when you're just traveling through or something yeah. like you mentioned? So yeah, what's the what's your actual history? What? Yeah. So yeah, question mark, question mark. Where all we know is this guy's from Japan and he lives alone in the woods with a dog. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, he had to either be like causing everything, or he was some kind of like lone traveler who had been like chasing this entity, like hunting this entity. The uh, Abraham you know? Van Helsing type. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Um. But yeah, I mean, it comes nah. around to obviously the. the he's first, just a. He's a piece of shit. Well, I mean, he's a shit demon. And I would be. I. I really couldn't talk about this without really briefly, uh, talking about the biblical ties. And I'll do it really quickly because I know I'm the only one here who that really, like, speaks to. But, um, the whole thing that I really liked was the way they kind of flipped the script where these evil, like the, I guess he's like the devil. Is that what we get at the end? He's like the devil. He's definitely like he's the a devil. I think he's a demon, but like the he's guy got like, horns. Are you the devil? He has horns. Yeah. He's but the, the priest, he's like, are you the devil? And he's like, if you want, if you think I'm the devil, I'm the devil, whatever. Because demons don't care. They're going to lie. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is, like, like I really yeah. liked, I really liked the way they, like, nailed the way that demons are, like, as have been portrayed in, like, literature and film and all of that. Like, the way that they are mostly, like, they really like to manipulate, like, stories Eagles. from the Bible, characters from the Bible, and they really like to manipulate that in a way where it, like, flips script so like the whole theme a big theme throughout this is like seeing versus believing and like what i loved at the end was the way that like he treated the priest like the character from the bible of the doubting thomas like the apostle who like still didn't believe that jesus had risen from the dead even though he showed him like the holes in his hands which the this demon this japanese demon did at the end he like yeah. adopted that onto his own body, but in a way that was like, real like it's like super taunting. Like that's the biggest taunt you could do, is like talk to this priest, like this man of God, like that, with the signs of God, but as a demon. Like that is like one hundred percent, like, demon mo. And so I thought that was really mm -hmm. cool the way that. That's just one instance of the way that theme shows up. And like maybe some people who are listening know what I'm talking about and noticed it too. But for me, as someone who knows a lot about that, I really appreciated that. That's the, kind of the downfall of both the priest and um, Officer Dad is them having to yeah, be a witness. versus believing. Yeah, being yeah. a witness to whatever. Because like he... You know, Officer Dad, he feels help, uh, helpless uh, because he's not there with his family and he knows, like, mm -hmm. something's going down. And she's like, it's going to be okay. Just stay right here. He says you have to have faith. Yeah, and he, he takes the word of the shaman over her. Mm-hmm. Um, Which and... is not completely 
not completely misunder dis misunderstandable. Yeah, I, I totally get, get why. Yeah, the so way that far, they've it seemed like you the shamans. Yeah, it seems like the yeah. shaman's been helping him so far. So it's and not like you can't he, relate to that feeling that he's having. It's just, oof. He almost made it. The but thing yeah, hits the, you hard at the end. Yeah, it's human weakness. Uh, yeah, and the priest, he just had to see the demon in his form. The demon's like, I didn't even, He said, oh, if I show you my form, you'll let me leave. I didn't mm -hmm. say that I'd let you leave. Yeah. No, you're not in a negotiating spot. Pal. Yeah, that was wicked. I mean, I I really loved it. I mean, they gave that they they told us from the very beginning of the movie with that Bible verse, like they they let us know what the theme was going to be because they just shared the story from the Bible of Jesus saying like, how could like does it take seeing me and proving myself? For you to believe in me like do you have to know that i'm flesh and blood and not a ghost and i was like oh boy just from the beginning i was like oh boy we're getting deep getting right into so, it. yeah i know one thing i'm glad i don't have to do those rituals because i'd wear my <laughs> ass out that shit's tiring so I'm, I'm glad i don't believe in doing those rituals that this guy had to do yeah. oh, yeah, that might be a couple hours i don't have time man I got. I gotta go home. I gotta cook dinner. I ain't got no time to dance with chickens in my hammer outfit. Yeah. I just got. <laughs> you got, don't have the time to cast a death hex. I got shit to do, man. So Ricky will okay. not be growing up to be a shaman. No, I don't like ruining soy sauce. Just let people have it if they want it. Let people have it. <laughs> Even if there's a dead crow in it. Even if there's a dead, you know what? That's for them. Extra protein. You have to be in control of your own, you know, food. Nobody's going to my fridge saying, hey, there's a dead chicken in your fridge. You probably should get that shit out. I know. I'm going to baste it and cook it, man. Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for a special dinner. Who, whoever's in charge of the communal soy sauce needs to just wash the fuck out for that. Because, man. Yeah, it's on their just, hands. Just yeah. too much. Just too much. Just be careful. Much to do. I, I don't. That shit was bloody. You got... How many showers I got have to take, man? And you know, washing those hammer pants is not easy with no washing machine. Oh yeah, everything washed. A lot of work. Yeah, those ritual scenes. The they were. I think if they dragged on any longer, I would have had to turn it like ha turn the volume like halfway down from where it was. Yeah. It was a. That's. I don't use the word cacophony a lot, but. <laughs> This, this, yeah, this is the moment where I use the word cacophony. I was like, okay, uh, another few seconds of this, and I'm gonna have to like mute it for a second. It was. Here's some banging that... on the wall. Hey, keep it down. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm thankful for them because it, it provided probably at least a top five entertaining moment for me watching it because I, I do feel like this movie is way too long. Um, I. It's super rare that something needs to be three hours long. I don't think this needed to be. Two uh, hours and 36. It wasn't three it's hours. three. It was three. And I'm only, well, saying, I'm only saying three because, like, I don't know. It felt like seven to me. Hmm. But, yeah. Well, see, that's funny for, for me because for me, it felt like, like an hour and a half. I don't know. I think I just got super invested and then... The time felt. I mean, it's different. It's different for yeah, yeah. For the way sure. people react to movies. I mean, 
I loved it, so it felt shorter. And for you, it right off the bat, you got yeah. disappointed. I think I fucked so, myself up at the beginning. I got super excited for something. Yeah. That, that didn't happen, so. That'll do it. Were you distracted at all, also, while you were watching the movie? Um, It's really hard for me not to get distracted watching yeah. the movie. Um, And for once, like, I actually did, like, leave my phone across the house somewhere else, mm-hmm. which is pretty rare. Uh, but, yeah, um, so no, not really. Uh, yeah, so, I Yeah, I just feel like this, if you get distracted during this, like, you, it's gonna take you a little bit to get back. Sometimes, uh, sometimes I have to, to, to get distracted, because if something is, is, you know, just, uh, I'm pretty good at recognizing things that don't require my attention in a movie, and the more that movie has, the, the less that I like it, clearly, but. So that's usually why I, I do other things because there's definitely moments in movies where I, I can pick out, I was like, okay, this, I can see what's happening. I can kind of understand where they're going and I don't really need to follow this part. And that happened a lot in this, in my opinion. Hey, the more we do this podcast, the more it becomes to me like a podcast to figure out what Ricky likes. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but yeah, it shouldn't be that. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Yeah, analyze Ricky. But I will say we we were talking about the the demon and the priest part. You were, I, I think that was a pretty incredible uh, scene. And, and I I now that you mentioned it, I am very familiar with the the story of Thomas. And yeah, that's exactly yeah. what that was for sure. That that was fabulous. I yeah. loved it. Yeah, that's really cool to for that to be yeah. brought out. So that, for me, I, that was just like the cherry it. on top. Yeah, I yeah. totally didn't catch it, but for sure. Yeah. Well, I was curious. getting hints of it, but as soon as he showed the hand with the hole through it, I was yeah. like, oh, yep. dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm we curious. Um, I'm curious if... Um, so when you see Officer Dad walk through the archway, basically dooming his, him and his entire family, you see the, the little um, plant up above the archway shrivel into this mm-hmm. black thing and when he went to the first murder scene in the beginning of the movie he saw that same like blackened stuff um hanging in that house so is this lady in white been showing up trying to set a trap for this demon and then every time the, uh a the member of the family that she's in contact with just screws it up and goes in there and gets their that was my murdered. assumption because she was talking about how she had talked to the woman of the house that, that, that burnt down. Yeah. And. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. That was my assumption. I, I had yeah. no idea what that was even referring to, going on about. Um, but yeah, I guess if that's the case, you need to adjust the script, you know, a little less sage or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, you know. Add so lady did the it. trap, right? Add I mean, that's. A, yeah. Yeah. Well, if a, if a regular human can break it, then, you know, fix it. Add a, add a frog leg or two. Fix something. Hey, dang trap. Yeah. <laughs> Physically restrain the family member that would be messing up that trap. Yeah. Do or so. maybe don't introduce yourself by throwing rocks at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the Might rules are you. for, oh. for, like, 
Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, no, I just remembered something I wanted to bring up, but yeah, go for it. Oh, no, I just, I'm saying this is another thing where, like, I wonder if I should have, I wish I knew more, like, about Korean folklore, you know? Like, I don't, I don't know what the rules are for, like, some of these types of entities that seem to be appearing. I just don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I was like, oh, she's like an angel. <laughs> but then that's like with spirit. that's like with five or six question marks. I just I'm like mm-hmm. that's one hundred percent how I took it. That's, that's yeah, exactly how I took it. That I couldn't take it. So well, angel being a just a descriptor, right? So not I wouldn't say you know the wings and the harp and whatever. No, no, um, no. I mean like yeah. a biblical, yeah. Be like, not in, afraid. In more of a biblical, like ancient sense, but like. I don't know. I don't. I was like, maybe there are elements of some other, like, you know, some kind of ancient folklore figure, you know, in Korea that I don't know about that they're mixing in. I mean, who knows? I don't know mm-hmm. enough. Um, But yeah, that's all I wanted to say about that. I was wondering, too, it seemed like every household had like a severed animal head hanging around. And I was really kind of wondering why. But Does they eat the rest of it? I don't know, because even at the end, well, near the end, where they thought the little girl was okay, and she's, like, laying down on, on her mattress, and there's, like, this this uh, cow head, I think. And then, clearly, the, uh, the, the Japanese guy had that black goat's head at one point. Because everybody had a oh. head in their, their living place. Common. Or, do, you, do we... Hold on. I'm trying to remember... If there was any indication, if so, I, I, I maybe the shaman. I I understood the 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 heads and you know the people who are doing rituals or whatever. I understood that the one that threw me off was like the the bull head uh, in the family's house. I was like, why does everybody have a fucking like head of some animal in their house? Maybe I just don't understand. Maybe it's something I don't know. It was never because he goes to the cop dad. Is to blow out the candles around the the head, and then his mother's like, "No, just leave them or something." And I was like, "Why the hell is that head there? I don't understand why every yeah, place you know, could be a, sh- a regular drive." I registered the heads, but I think by that point, I was focused on so many other things that I was like, "There's just there's witchy shit everywhere," and I had like come to be like, "Yep," mm-hmm. you know, like just accepted that. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I remember like noting severed animal heads, but then I just yeah. kind of like went past them because by <laughs> well, that point I was so focused on like, who's doing this that I just didn't. Yeah. I was like, Oh, hmm. Oh, by that point I think I had, I had settled on who was doing it. So I guess I had, I was like, I, I had already had that in my mind who I thought was doing it. So I guess maybe I was just not, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know who I thought. Yeah. At that point in the movie, I don't remember who I thought was doing it. I just remember that I switched back multiple times back and forth, but that was before I hadn't mm. even considered that they didn't have to be one versus the other. I, well, I'm I, don't, not even I don't think, I don't think anybody's... Um, I think it, it's a small town, middle of nowhere in Korea. Um, I think they're all just practices practicing their old religion and there's like one christian in this entire movie and it's yeah that's what i assume 
Dude, so right? they, they they just start practicing. Uh, yeah, those are shrines and stuff. Maybe probably to a oh, nature, uh, signified nature, and um, just old ways that they still yeah. practice. Because yeah, like there's a scene where uh, his uh, partner, when he introduces him to his nephew, who's the priest, uh, he sees him wearing a cross, and he's like, "What in the hell are you what wearing? Are you doing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that crap?" So it's seems like it's common. In this town to be practicing whatever because even when uh the the mother suggests to officer dad to uh get a shaman he doesn't like really give her like a like there's no talk like oh that's a bunch of crap or blah 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 and he's just like yeah let's do it you're right yeah there's no usually yeah and in other movies like that you know possession movies the ones we're used to like you know largely English speaking, mostly American, it takes a really long time to convince these people, rational dad or whatever, yeah, yeah, to like bring in that mumbo jumbo. But it's right off the bat in this. That is interesting. That's cool. That's good. Weird. Yeah. (laughs) That is interesting. Oh, wait, real quick before I forget, can I say the one thing that made me laugh really hard? Oh, yeah. When he shows up on. Police dad's phone is shaman. Yeah, oh, <laughs> we never know what that got me too. Shaman, that got yeah. me too. Who? What's his real name? You never asked. Is the shaman? No, but this motherfucker. He put the number the, in. And he just, took the yeah. time to put the number in uh, as shaman. I thought that too. It's like, man, this guy, <laughs> this guy, done took the time to put <laughs> that in. Uh, it made me think of like saving guys' numbers who I met on dating apps. You know, like. <laughs> Ender Brian or something <laughs> like yeah. shaman, wedding Rumble. planner. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Do not oh, do not answer. That's a popular one. Do not do answer. answer. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be putting "do not answer" in there now. Well, no, I guess he's dead. Yeah. And uh, another strange, well, not strange, but one thing that I kind of thought to myself was. Uh, so in the, I guess towards the beginning of the movie, the first like four hours, there was a, a part where the the guy gets uh, attacked when uh, or uh, what the fuck, um, cop dad, and his partners, they, they all get attacked by that lady or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kept thinking, I was like, man, all of these, and there's been there were several scenes throughout where like all these cops get getting attacked. I was like, if this was in America, these people would be dead. No problem. Yeah. They yeah. Bye bye. They would have been shot fourteen times and self defense. Yeah. yeah, in self defense, right? He so, was coming at me with his hands. Yeah, I had to use lethal force. And and part of me was like waiting on that at some point. I was like, okay, they're gonna like take this lady out, and then after they weren't like. It, it was almost like the whole scene kind of reminded me of, of a strange, like, British cop comedy kind of thing. Because where they were, like, wrestling with this lady. And, oh, yeah. Like yeah. John of the Dead. Yeah. And the, and the back of, in the back of my mind, I was like, okay, so when are they going to deal with this or whatever? And I was yeah. like, then when it was over, I was like, well, fuck, that was American as shit of me. That I just expect the cop to kill everybody within a 30-mile radius. And, yeah. Yeah, you, really see anybody with a, you don't ever see anybody with a gun. I mean, even when they go to Vigilante Justice, the Japanese man. They don't use guns. It, yeah. yeah, they just got sticks and see, a rake. <laughs> that's what reminded me. Well, that scene and that it was thought, very Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, 
had me also thinking of what you just brought up. Like, I kept thinking, I was like, well, I don't see a gun anywhere. And I kept thinking about that as the movie went. I was like, I still don't see like, guns anywhere. And then it, yeah. So then I kind of got sidetracked and thinking oh, of yeah. the, the big cultural differences between, you know, shooting everything that moves and then actually having to deal with the problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's interesting. Man. Gun laws. Yeah. So yeah, um I don't think of anything else that stuck out stood out to me. Um lots of chicken violence. It's a chicken yeah. movie. If you're attached to chickens, this might not be mm-hmm. the way to go. Oh that goat that's hanging. I, I swear that goat was still moving. I saw Black like... Phillip somewhere in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was Black hanging by it. <laughs> Yeah. He's hanging by his neck with his chest cut open. Yeah. I I did not. Ch- I don't believe I checked or not, but I'm pretty sure no animals were actually harmed in this movie. Oh, I'm sure. I hope not. I'm sure. It's just really good props, or a, or they got they found a goat that had died of a heart attack earlier that morning, and the only right thing to do was ha- let him be in one last movie. As <laughs> a dead goat. We'll go with that. That's mm-hmm. what makes me feel happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like we cover. I mean, uh, another thing, just like with the very end of this movie, it it felt I thought of Train to Busan again, where like the dad at the moment of his death has kind of come to this like epiphany of like my daughter is the thing that I truly care about. Mm-hmm. I should have protected her. I want to protect her. And I'll, di- you know, I'll die trying. Yeah. And that's like exactly the way Train to Busan in it. And like, I, I'm just thinking of these two movies. I don't, I haven't watched enough Korean film to know if this is kind of a, a trope or anything. I'm not sure. I mean, it maybe just happened to show up in these two Korean horror movies that I really like. But I was like, dang, these are, ridiculously similar and like okay maybe did i look away or am i misremembering because i could have sworn the first time i watched this there's a scene of the daughter stabbing officer dad but and mm. i feel like this time there it was implied but not actually shown because he totally dies at the end right i don't i'm like 100 percent sure it didn't show it or yeah i think it was definitely implied yeah because the only other thing I could think of with his state is that his mind's just fractured, and like this isn't a wholly, a completely. I mean, impl- it's more implied violence than actually showing yeah. violence. Yeah. Like I think the most violent thing it showed. Well, two things: the violently exploding blood from his nose and mouth from the shaman, and uh, when they hit when they're that eating dude. people. Oh, and then you have them eating people. Yeah. Who's yeah. eating people? Well, oh. it's that one like very crazy yeah. zombie scene where the, all those guys yeah, that like scene. like West Side Story ganged up on this yeah. guy. Yeah. Where it was like very very zombie for like just a few minutes, and then I was like, almost literally ex- biting the flesh off a man's cheek. Yeah, that yeah. was gross in the rake in the head. But it, there was a scene, uh, one part in that where I was expecting the camera to just start. 
panning around them and Don't Stop Me Now starts playing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. There is a... The, the reason why I said eating, because there is a very, very finite definition for eating. One chomp is a bite, two chomp is eating. So if you bite somebody twice, you are eating. Oh. Yes. Is, uh, he only got the one bite in. I don't think an explicit rule. Yeah, he got the world. one bite in. He tried, he tried to bite the top of his head for his brains. But um, yeah, I don't think he actually made got all the way in there and the other thing i i kind of picked on on this and, and it's just a, a i guess a way i kind of felt the the kind of um vibe this movie gave off and it might be for some people and it might be not for some people but i feel like it had some of that kind of like a24 stench lingering on it just the way it made uh... me feel some like weird it's an interesting way to describe a twenty-four stench. Yeah, well, you know, like that kind of feel to it. I'm very, I'm very uh, torn on some of their stuff, but it has like, if someone was to present this to me and say, "Hey, it's part of that sect of movies," I would probably not disagree with them without knowing. So maybe you would have had a more of a idea of what to expect. Ah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Tone wise. Tone-wise, um, for sure, yeah, yeah, tone-wise, for sure. I forgot about one violent scene. I completely forgot. Uh, I had to mention uh, when he, uh, he's at the hospital. Yeah, he's at the hospital because that guy just got struck by lightning. And, uh, oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you mentioned that. Yeah, the guy in the other room who's just, yeah. like, blood pouring out. He's mm-hmm. still got the oxygen mask on and blood it just starts filling up in it. Well, like so, that bone so in his neck far. breaks. Yeah, yeah. You hear this, yeah, this cracking sound. Yeah, it's... And in that moment, I was like, oh, possession. He's yeah. a possessed zombie. He's a possessed zombie. He's possessed. Yeah, <laughs> a... I guess. He's a devil yeah. zombie. Devil zombie. I'm but... fine with that. I'm, I'm fine just saying this is devil zombies. <laughs> That's fine with me. Also gotta say, yeah, I really love... The way that the Japanese man's demon appearance is, and I like that it doesn't. I like that the look makeup too. is so good. Yeah, yeah. And I imagine so. So he kills the priest. I guess there's a lot of things. It's just like we don't really need to we show you because you know what's going on. I don't. Yeah, I don't need to. I don't necessarily want to. I like yeah. the way that I thought the way that they left it was perfect. It doesn't get overly gratuitous. Yeah, his picture the taken, violence. and I feel like that's enough. Several pictures. Say cheese and die. Clicking yeah. away, yeah. Oh my gosh. You who said that? Oh no, Marshall walked in while we were watching it, and I was like, Oh yeah, like all of these victims like get their picture taken before and after, and that's exactly what Marshall said. He went, Say cheese or die. Say cheese and die. Say cheese and die, that's right. And die. Yeah. And die. Say cheese and die. He walked well, in and that's exactly what he said after I said that. Yeah. The priest never said cheese, so maybe he'll make it. No. He'll just like He's frozen in fear. Don't know. Probably not, though. Probably not. Probably not. So, is there uh, anything else we want to point no, out? No, I I'm trying to think. I think. I'm trying to think. I think that the that uh, hospital bed scene that Luke mentioned was the last thing that I wanted yeah. to make sure that I touched on because that was super cool. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, uh, we'll move on to um, 
I guess uh, if, if we recommend or not, who wants to start? Well, it was my pick. Yes. Um, and as soon as I, I think I messaged y'all the next morning and I was like, y'all. Yeah, this movie was right up my alley. And like I explained earlier, I don't really get hung up on confusion a lot. Like I kind of thrive on confusion a lot of times. Um, and as I said, I love supernatural stuff. I love the possession movies and yeah, I mean, this was kind of almost everything that I want from a movie and it's not for everyone, but it was for me. So highly recommend. And I hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen it before I picked it. So mm. I didn't know whether I was going to love it or not. And turns out I loved it. Luke? Oh, uh, uh, this movie I'd recommend to a certain type of person. Cause you don't want to, you know, be like, Hey, Joe, Bob down the street, will watch his chainsaw movies. Check out this Korean horror film. Joe Bob's gonna throw a rock through your window and be like, nice suggestion, you idiot. But, I don't know, somebody who is more of, you know, uh, an eclectic film, like a person who likes films, and and also likes, you know, horror movies and different types of horror movies, they'd probably be very interested by this. So, I'm half and half. I'm glad I watched it again. I I do enjoy it. Uh, Probably not gonna watch it again for a while, but I think... It was. It's been a fun one to like think about and di- dissect in my mind since I rewatched it and kind of thinking about yeah hidden meanings and things like that. Uh, yeah, my pretentious it, ass wants to get like a poster and put it up in my apartment. <laughs> of someone well. Also, I totally get why it's called the wailing because there's a lot of people wailing. There's a lot the of wailing. A lot of lots of wailing. I mostly think lots about the daughter. Wailing. But, yeah, she yeah. she's wailing a lot, and and maybe it's also like the wailing of your child, and you're trying to do whatever you can possibly think up to uh, save them. And he's yeah. also kind. He's kind of an. I don't want to call him an idiot because that's not fair. He's just kind of a normal, just a really normal he's bumbling. guy. Bumbling. He's bumbling. Like I use the word bumbling. Like he's bumbling late is, for work. Is accurate. Yeah. Yeah, he's late for work. He sometimes doesn't have much of an interest in his job, and then until like uh, he he starts feeling the ramifications of this thing going on, and then he starts taking it seriously. But he like is very panicky and irrational at points. He killed a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like threatened the life of this Japanese man. He in his mind suspects is a demon. Turns yeah. out he is right, but <laughs> he doesn't have a lot of reason to actually think that, so it is very xenophobic. I'm not saying in any way he's a bad person. He's not. He's a flawed person, just like everybody. Yeah. Um, and the dog part, it wasn't defending himself because the chain broke again, but also, dude, you killed the guy's dog. Like, that's... Okay, that's so, that's a cop behavior that's more American of anything. If you're looking for one thing, there you go. Cop killed a, this guy's dog with a no-knock warrant. You know, well, they tore down his door. They couldn't knock on it the second time. It didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, because that dog just snuck up there. Yeah, life yeah. hack. 
Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'm just like, man, this is not legal police activities right now. And no. Yeah, but, um, and he killed that poor dog. But, um, yeah. I'm glad you it, mentioned the, the title, like, Wailing. Because um, yeah. I just remembered that I read that the town name where the story takes place is the Korean word for whale. Mm. Like, the original title was the name of the town. Not Whale. the whaling. Um, but it's like a, it's, yeah. So, huh. I had forgotten. Interesting. Good. Yeah. Interesting. But, uh, other than that, yeah, I, I think I'd suggest it to somebody who was just trying to explore different types of film, even horror film, and, you know, their minds open to see something different that's you know, not, you know, going without expectations on how the story is going to go or anything like that. Or even to somebody who just generally really is a big fan of Korean cinema, too, which I am. That's why I watched yeah. it the first time. Uh, I like a lot of Korean movies, and uh, their horrors are usually very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes borderline demented. Like, have you... Yeah. I saw The Devil. Like, I, I rewatched yeah. that and forgot how how really messed up the end of that movie especially is. Mm -hmm. They're like on an entirely different level. And I'm Way not saying different. that it's, Way different I don't, I'm not even saying that it's like a quote higher level. It's just a different level. Like yeah. Just yeah. the way they do things. It's, it's all, it all hits me heavier. It and all does. And it'll take you in direction. Like, you know, the first time you ever watched Parasite, you're just like, okay, what's this movie about? And then you're like, okay, it's this kind of movie. And then something happens, and the tone kind of really, really shifts. And maybe a large part of it is also, as I keep bringing up, the cultural differences. Like, yeah. even just the way that they talk to each other sometimes, which I know yeah. is just, like, regular for, you know, Korean society. But it's like, I mean, it is, like, literally foreign to us, but it's, like, yeah. really foreign. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, I and we're watching it as like American, because uh, majority movies we've seen in our life are American movies. That's just a fact. It's and, a given. Uh, right? Yeah, it's a given. Like we all, you know, have those uh, TNT action movie Saturday afternoons. We're just watching like the most American movies you could possibly think of. But in you know Korean movies, a lot of times you're watching it and you're we're picking for, we're looking for the tone and looking for little context clues mm -hmm. that are typically obvious and fed to us so we can see, you know, kind of in our mind predict where A, B, C, and D are going. I mean, and, you know, a lot of Korean movies, and especially speaking in this movie, it doesn't hold you by the hand. It kind of expects yeah. you just to either, like, get lost and... Wonder, speculating about or wondering about the cultural nuances or just rolling with it and just like, okay, that's a thing, whatever. Yeah. And um, just letting the story happen to you instead of like, yeah, just going on the journey, just blindfolded and just letting it happen. Yeah, which I like. But I mean, Korean and Japanese horror has always hit me harder for yeah. just all those reasons that I listed. And even I recently started reading Japanese literature just because mm. I realized I hadn't. Like, I'd seen plenty of Japanese, like, film, but I hadn't tried picking up and reading 
Japanese literature. So I was just interested. And right now I'm about to start actually The Ring, the book. Oh, or it's ring, a, I, guess I it's did not know ring. it was a book. It is Ringu. a book. Mm-hmm. Ringu. I, I, yeah, so I'm about to start reading that. But I've read a couple other just like Japanese fiction uh, books. And it's... I can't even really describe the way that it's different. It's just... It's different, and it gives you a totally different kind of feeling than if you're reading any other kind of fiction. I don't even know how to describe it, but I like it. Have you read uh, 1Q84? No, but it sounds like I should. It's really long, but I I read that um, over the pandemic summer, the the first pandemic summer, I guess. And, uh, ooh, that that went in some directions. And the whole time I was like, trying to figure out the tone because sometimes something really like dark and pressing happens. sometimes something like goofy's going on and you're like huh yeah no you're but, right that's that's how i've that's how i have yeah. felt it's and, it's a fun it's a cool experience it's really um yeah off-putting but i like it yeah no idea what where the, the story was going and yeah you'll just yeah, have to fun. message message me the title again so yeah i, I will um yeah. Yeah, just it's it's nice watching something that's like you just don't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And just being Unless all right you're with Ricky. That. Unless you're Ricky <laughs> and you know exactly what you want to see. Well, there's a reason I know what I wanted to see. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason Ricky doesn't like zombie stuff because a lot of times it's just them I don't running head head first into the ending, and who are yeah. they all going to die? Is one of them going to survive? Like whatever, you're screwed they, anyways if you survive unless you eradicate the zombie virus. So yeah, <laughs> I want to I want to oh Raina's back in here, uh, but yeah, kind of. Uh, if I was to recommend and just to touch on the the zombie thing, yeah, to me zombies are like reverse slasher movies, and I'm just. Not really sure why I don't like them that much. Um, this is because I feel like there's there's only so much. I feel like it's a very contained box. Mm. I feel like that box was explored about as much now, as it could be. Now, sometimes there are uh, ways of presenting this box that I find uh, enjoyable, like Train to, to Busan or whatever. That I feel like that was a very... Was it a new and innovative take on zombie movies? No, because you really can't anymore. There's only so much you can do. Uh, 28 Days Later. Yeah, I felt like that was somewhat different than what I had seen before. But, you know, that's kind of why. It's all 28 Days Later's fault. (laughs) Yeah. So revival zombies. So I feel like that's kind of why, you know, I'm not into zombie movies. I feel like it's a very small box. I feel like the box is filled. There's there's nothing else they can really do uh, outside of that. Um, as yeah, far as interesting, yeah. As far as this goes, um, I don't feel like it was a zombie movie. I was just a little. There's some stuff there to <laughs> yeah. be compared to. I was just a little. Uh, it, like I said, uh, it's not what I wanted. I. I got I got the idea of what if I was put in some director's shoes, what I would do with this at this point, uh, and uh, clearly 
I thought he was go- whoever made this is going in a different direction than where it actually went. But yeah, yeah I guess I think, once you have your direction, it's hard to separate. Yeah, but okay, yeah. there is one zombie in this movie. Uh, sort of. There's more than well, one, but yeah. Well, there's one like classically zombie. One that you see perform this guy a zombie did, action. Yeah. Yes, this guy did die in his truck, and the uh, Boss Tanaka did bring him back to to life. Right, but you've seen zombie on flesh things like the you know the lady attacking people is very you know of, yeah, the, yeah. of a you know kind of like a preemptive Possessed. zombie outbreak kind yeah, of thing. Zombie. So yeah, yeah. It, they they definitely. I mean, they knew. But what I could just say doing, that so. that guy yeah. is definitely a zombie because yeah. he died and was brought back to life. Everybody else, yeah, they're on their way to it or whatever. But it, it was very that's like. 100% zombie, that guy. It was very clear they weren't trying to hide that they were making you think that it could be a zombie. That was mm-hmm. 100% intentional. Subvert yeah. the expectations. We're like, we're not going full zombie, but there's some stuff here. We got some you stuff could go. for you. you. You could go. This yeah. isn't going to turn into Resident Evil. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, could you imagine Officer Dead doing a backflip off a... Wall like <laughs> shooting two, twin guns with wearing sunglasses at like one zombie just wasting his ammo. ammo. That, that's when I would have been like, okay, I'm not, I'm turning this off. Yeah, but as as far as recommending, yeah, I, even though it wasn't what I was hoping, I still think it was like really good. Yeah, the only the only thing that would make me hesitant would be where it is. I think like 17 hours long or something. Um, I would. Maybe say, you know, if you are, like you were kind of mentioning, if you are, like, really into Asian horror or, you know, just really into, like, possession-type movies, um, and you like zombie movies, because there is some of that, some elements in there, then, yeah, give it a shot. Um, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't recommend it to, like, a, a casual viewer movies well yeah you do have to like kind of have a disclaimer like hey make sure you set the time aside make sure that you are not distracted and you're like you know your head's in it uh the the time alone for me would set out 70 percent of the population from enjoying it um so yeah it's just one of those where it would definitely be like a recommend but with kind of a caution disclaimer yeah. The movie demands your attention. Well, it, it, when you're watching it, you should give it. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'll edit that a little bit because it doesn't, in my mind, the the length of the movie demands your attention. The content of Fair. the movie, the content of the movie is a little stretched thin for me. So I do feel like it could have been a lot shorter easily, but, and maybe I would have liked it more so but I, I did really like it for what it was and i would say you know if you have the three hours to spend and something like uh asian horror something you've enjoyed in the past or something you're interested in then for sure uh it's good for what it is but yeah uh, different strokes it's not yeah. for everyone yeah, yeah. it was 100 percent for me yeah. yeah, I mean, um, even like uh, one thing I like when I'm watching a movie on Shudder 
is watch, reading the reviews of what other viewers thought afterwards. That's a really great feature Shutter has. I wish they had that on Netflix. But anyways, uh, overall positive uh, reviews uh, or comments from them, four stars. There's a couple of like lower stars and as people... So basically, yeah, it's like a lot... The people who love it really love it. The people yeah. who don't like it, they really don't like it. But this is also one that's it's you. There were some middle of the road opinions as well. They're like, yeah, this was good. It, it just uh, yeah. yeah. I found that most of the you. found that most of the bad ones were like just a just like impatience, which impatience, I get. I mean, it was I, just really is frustration and impatience because you know like somebody cut their, somebody's head off. Come on, you see gore, <laughs> yeah. but uh, or or just more wanting something more fast paced and. That's fair too. Then watch Train to Busan. That's way more fast paced, and yeah. but you know those are totally different movies uh, in yeah. style and tone. But uh, and nothing wrong with liking both of those because uh, sometimes you want a movie that's a little slower running. Uh, but uh, there was one review I saw, and there was like, "This movie's not in English, so I don't recommend it to anybody." <laughs> I'm like, well, you're always gonna okay, have that's people. the. Yeah, it's like, then why didn't you watch the movie in the first place? It's pretty obvious it's a Korean movie. You clicked on it, and you spent (laughs) three hours watching it, and now you're upset it wasn't in English? Those are the people (laughs) who are determined to not be reached, and, like, you just might as well not try, so. I sat down here expecting not to have a good time, and lo and behold, I didn't have a good time. Yeah. But, yeah, I guess it's kind of wrap up what I was my whatever in one sentence and yeah definitely watch it um if you got the time do I think there was three hours of material there no uh but yeah if you're into those things or just have extra time I, I think for sure watch it I mean you know gauge gauge what your interests are based right. on what we've said I mean I I have what I appreciate about doing this with you guys is that we all have different tastes Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really, really good, useful combination to have. So if somebody listens to this who has maybe listened to us for a while, maybe, or you know, knows us, can kind of by this point decide whether they're more a Ricky, a Luke, or Rebecca. And yeah. maybe over the course of the show, <laughs> if you listen to us regularly, you can kind of judge that for yourself. Like you know, which one of these am I? Not that we're like right. a BuzzFeed personality quiz, but I do really appreciate um, the differences between us and our taste. I think it makes the conversations always so much more enjoyable that way. Yeah, yeah for I'd sure. Su- yeah, I'd be suspicious if we all 100% agreed on everything on about yeah. the movie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm not, okay. I'm sure there's been some movies we've reviewed with we were like, yeah, perfect. Oh, of through. course, yeah. yeah. There we have been there. We haven't yeah. done the thing yet, though, have we? Um, no. We have. Have we? Really? No. I feel like no. there's no way we haven't done that. I feel like we were saving it, but like, I'm sure know. I've been pushing for it because that's like I'm one of my most favorite positive movies that ever. We, did that. we may have. Uh, I'm not sure, but I, I think that would 100% be one that would, would you know. You can't help if you if you like horror movies in general, you have to love it pretty much. I think. Yeah. Also, have we done Return of the Living Dead? Yes. 
That was okay. the very first one that I was yeah, on. As I was. Yeah. She was on. That's yeah. where I was a guest, and y'all were like, I want to do it. Like, uh-huh. yes. Well, let's wrap up this one for now. Um, any... We did do the thing back on April 26th, 2020. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. That would have haunted me if we hadn't done it by now, honestly. <laughs> we did. We did because it was like pandemic is here and we're all scared. So we thought the oh, thing yeah. was a good thing to do. Yes, yeah. that's exactly right. That's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. We were trying to do like isolation movies. Yeah, we were. Yeah, that's yeah. well, that's the kingpin of them all. Yeah, well, f- you too. <laughs> My favorite movie line uh, ever. Any last uh, parting words about it? Besides, just uh, check it out if you've got three days to kill. Three hours. I'm just going to let sorry. these comments three, slide. I'm just going to yeah. let them slide because I'm in a good mood tonight. Three hours. Sorry. Sorry. Six <laughs> hours to kill. Uh, oh, geez. Yeah. It's no, yeah. I mean, I think, we haven't yeah. decided what we're doing next yet, but no. that will get that will get posted. It'll get posted on the socials. I'm going to try to bump those back up and running again. So We're doing Serbian film next. We, me and Ricky already oh, discussed God. it. No, I, I, never Bye. again. Ne- <laughs> yeah, this is where I resign. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, going to be sick. Very when, sick. When you record that. <laughs> so I can't be there. God. You skipped out on Maniac anyway. So. That's right. Oh, I mean, yeah. I I do remember that I actually had something important to do, but it yeah. wasn't like a huge loss for me. I I'd like, watch oh. Maniac. I'd watch Maniac five times in a row before watching Serbian. Yeah, a second of Serbian film again. Even though Maniac is very near and dear to my heart, it's atrocious. So yeah, <laughs> in the best of ways, sort of. Um, it's disgustingly nasty. Yes. Rebecca, what what if uh, what if we reviewed the uh, uh, remake of Maniac for starring yeah. Elijah Wood? That's a different story. That's that it's... that might be a different story. Yeah, yeah. equally yeah. as good in my opinion, but just uh, yeah, it really is. It's, it's a different cool. feel. It's um, yeah, it's horrifying still, and yeah. it somehow made Elijah Wood scary. Like now, that's yeah. something I really that? am interested in. How do you do that? Yeah. I just finished finished showing a friend um, Lord of the Rings for the first time for her. And so Elijah Wood is like fully in my brain right now. Mm, uh, So do a a, uh, a double header there. Did we review the good son or did I dream that happen? Because like, Um, that's not even exactly. That's not exactly a horror movie, but it really feels like a horror movie. I don't know when I was here. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, there's no slashing. So look, we're gonna wrap this one up for yeah. sure. So yeah, uh, thanks for joining. If you're coming back, um, I'm hoping maybe people who are listening will start back listening. But maybe if not, uh, well, we're gonna start back right recording. Now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like we said it a million times, but life has been. Life. Let's face it, life has been hard and yeah. busy and crazy. Personally, I think it's all because Luke got a girlfriend. <laughs> um, but <laughs> no, she's fantastic and yeah. so and should join us sometime. Yes, yes. Yeah, she uh, uh I'm gonna mention this. She would love to uh do an episode on Dawn of the Dead, the original one. 
Yeah, we actually got the uh, a special edition of it nice. to watch, but she fell asleep before the halfway point. <laughs> but Where's she zombies, seen... Ricky. Oh, yeah. uh, yay! Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. It's, it's a fun one. Yeah, but yeah, so we'll uh, we'll definitely be posting things and seeing what we're doing next. So yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for listening back in if you if you join. So. Yep. See you next time. We'll see you next. Later.